This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we go. Friday morning, we get your holiday weekend off and running. The Brian Rascona, yourself, nice to see you. Eddie's out, Al's sick. Where is everybody? They're not here, but Boomer and Gio will be here at 6 o'clock, and so we get things rolling. First things first, Sal Akata, nice job. We'll see him all next week uh, as we do 6 to 10, filling in for the guys, because when I say where is everybody, next week, no one's here except for me and Sal and Rascona and Flegelman and uh, Ed Arzuman. So it's kind of uh, a little bit of a different cast next week. And so you ever have one of those days as we kind of move into our Friday where you just shouldn't have got out of bed? And I kind of liken this to the Mets, who we're not going to spend a lot of time on, but it is sort of similar. So my alarm goes, and I had one of those days yesterday that you can't, it's just tremendous. Go from work, run home, get changed, went to play golf with my older son, only could play nine because I had to get home to get changed to then go Back out for my younger son, who had a baseball practice slash intra-squad scrimmage with a few other kids that helped out. So we had a nice little eight-on-eight game as they get set for a trip next week uh, for a tournament in Virginia, I believe it is. And so it was a great, it really was a great day. The show was great yesterday. Get home, golf, baseball, home, shower, sleep, wake up, and here we go. And you're thinking it's Friday, holiday weekend. What a great day it's going to be. And perhaps it might be. It might be. But I will tell you, it has not gotten off well. And I'm sure some of you out there have had days like this, kind of like the Mets season. Wake up, no problem, all good, two minutes before the alarm. That's unusual, but great. So it means I didn't have to hit snooze or nothing like that, kind of roll over. We wake up nice and easy. Jump in the shower, everything's fine. So far, you're with me, we're good. All right, stop it, quick check, because I just didn't feel like in the middle of the night making lunch or anything like that. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to quick check. And I'm going to grab some beef jerky and a protein bar and a cup of coffee. Why the hell not? So I go to Quick Check. Usually not a big deal. Get what I need to get. Go to the counter. And, of course, like all these other places, it's automated self-checkout. Go there. Scan everything. Can't pay. Why is that? Guy comes over. Oh, system update. Do you have 10 minutes? No, I don't have 10 minutes. All right, I'll take you down here. Great. Go down there. He scans me. Go to pay. Computer not working. It shuts down. All right. We leave. I give him $2, take the coffee, we go. I then pull right onto the highway. First thing, light turns red. No one coming. There's no one right. There's no one left. Why the highway light turned red? No idea. We stop immediately. You know what? Don't want to deal with this. I'm hopping on the parkway nice and quickly so we don't have to deal with any stoppage. 
hop on the parkway, and immediately stopped. Two lanes closed. They move us over onto the shoulder, essentially, doing 20 miles an hour. Not a great start. Okay. We then get to the Holland Tunnel. All right, we get there. No problems. No issues. By the way, sound like the Mets season yet? Start, stop, can't get going? Yeah. We get to the Holland Tunnel. Dead stop. Now, you see the yellow light with the red light, which means one light, one lane is open. But sporadically, they have these little 8 to 10-minute closures, which is fine. You can deal with it, but not today. Not today when everything's going wrong so far. All right, we get through that. We come to the Manhattan side of the Holland Tunnel. Go to turn right on Hudson. Can't. Why? Closed construction. Okay, now we got to go up. I don't even know what road I'm on. I got to turn left on another road, and I've got two cars stopped in the middle of the street. They're clearly talking to one another, and I'm waiting and waiting. Finally, I get to the road I need to turn left on, turn left, get there. Light turns green as I'm waiting behind a car. Car doesn't go. I zip around the car only to see the guy basically sleeping. (laughs) Then show up on Hudson Street, and where I usually like to park has no spots. I have to circle around a couple of times, finally park and get in here at 10 after 4, which is about 15 minutes longer and later than I wanted to. Sound like the Mets season? Oh, start, stop, just delay after delay. So I'm hoping from this point forward, we're going to have a great show, and Boomer and Gio are going to kill it this morning. It's going to be a fun summer Friday, and everything is out of our – it's it's out. It's gone. We've, we've flushed it. We're moving on. It's out of our system. We'll have a great day. That's how the day started. And it's kind of like – and we'll only spend a couple of minutes on them. It's kind of like the Mets. You know, they finished June – well, they got today, but you get the point. Their series are done in June because now June 30th starts this new series with the Giants. You realize to this point, the Mets, Rascona, real quick, don't think. What's the Mets record in June? Uh, don't think. Uh, eight and 21. All right, well, that would be too many games, but you're pretty close. They only won seven games in the month of June. Think about the Mets. They turned the calendar from May to June as a team above 500 and still a handful of games out of first place. No, they weren't right there with the Braves. They were, like I say, a handful of games out, but they weren't playing terrible baseball. What are the losses? Do you know that? They are seven and eighteen. Seven and eighteen. Okay. Seven and eighteen right. in the month so I had of four June. Four more games played. Yeah, twenty nine. They won on June first. Okay. Against the Phillies, I believe, which is that that's the last series they won. All right. Which ended on June first. So that doesn't count as a June series that they won. So they went zero for June winning series, which is unbelievable. Uh, the team that's got Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, uh, uh, Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, that they didn't win one lousy series in the month of June. Not one. So now you're at June 30th. Perhaps they'll bookend the month with wins. Whoopee. But 7-25. and 25. And every time they seem to get a decent pitching performance, they don't hit. When they hit, they don't pitch. It's kind of like the stop and start morning that I had today. That This is what their month has become. And this is a team that four weeks ago, not four months ago, not two months ago, not three months ago, a mere four weeks ago, you were still thinking that they were not only going to be a playoff team, but they were going to turn it on at one point and that they would challenge for the division. And instead, the Braves are laughing their ass off with the Mets so far in their rearview mirror, they don't even appear closer than they are or whatever that phrase is on the mirror. Like, they're so far back, it's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. So it's been a start-and-stop season, and when you look at this team now going forward – 
there isn't a whole hell of a lot of time to get things right. And so I've pretty much given up on that at this point, like many have. But my God, I mean, yesterday, this is the problem I've had too with many teams in baseball. And we've talked about this forever. And this isn't just a Met thing. This is a lot of teams. When the Mets don't hit home runs, they are, they're just incapable of scoring. Even Look at last night. All right, you get the back-to-back home runs from Beatty and Nimmo. Great, great. And I'm listening to Howie at that time coming back from the baseball game uh, that we had. And he's talking about, well, you know, the Brewers did this to Max Scherzer in Milwaukee. Maybe the Mets are going to get him back, and maybe Marte can make it back-to-back-to-back. No, he didn't. It's fine. They got the back-to-back. They had a 2 nothing lead, and Scherzer was pitching well. But what else do you have? Nothing. Nothing. You get guys on base in the ninth inning with Nimmo up, and you're thinking, you know what? Here we go. At least feel good about yourself. Gain a split. Let's have a big two-out. Or I guess it was, yeah, it was two outs. How about a big two-out, two-run, game-winning single to win it? And he battled, but he walks. And then it brings up Marte, game over. And that be that. And that it's just it's lost night after lost night. Now, is it going to stop me from going to the games that I have planned to be going to this summer? No, not at all. Can't wait to go. I love going to the ballpark. Love going to the ballpark, even if the team's not good that we're going to see. Doesn't matter to me. But it is disappointing in that it is a lost summer for them. Now, as for the Yankees, you know, they come off that perfect game from Domingo Herman. Clark Schmidt was good enough. And the offense clicked in, and at the end of the day, you wanted to go out and sweep the A's. There's no doubt about it. The A's had 20 wins coming into this series. But at the end of the day, the Yankees got two out of three. And it's interesting how when you look at the last bunch of series, that's what we keep saying. And while in the moment it might not be great, it might not be. You know, you might feel like you win the first couple, you lose the last one badly, and you're like, oh, this team. Or you lose a game like the first game to the A's, and you're like, oh, this team. They should be better. Maybe. But at the end of the day, if you keep winning two out of three, three out of four, you know what you are? A damn good baseball team that's going to the postseason. Make no mistake, the Yankees are a playoff team, even as constituted now without Aaron Judge. They are. They're a playoff team. They're not a great team. They're a good team. And if and when Judge comes back, that elevates them to another level. I don't know that they're a World Series team, but they're really good. They just kind of go about their business. And when you look up, there are the Yankees, 10 games over 500. Now going to St. Louis in another series they should win. You know, the Cardinals have had uncharacteristically one of their worst seasons. Played a little better of late in spots, but for the most part, not a good baseball team this year. Good players, not a good team. The Yankees, if they go handle their business and take this series, you will be looking at back-to-back-to-back-to-back, whatever it is, of series wins. Now juxtapose that to what the Mets have done. The Mets can't even split a series. And I'm not counting a two-game series with the Yankees. That's two games. The only series splits that count are four-game series. So the Mets can't get out of their own way, can't win a series, and all the Yankees are doing is winning series. And you saw, you know, you saw Donaldson yesterday again giving you some offense, Isaiah, Kiner, Falefa. You know, we don't think much of him, and I'm not saying he's the next Willie Mays. That's that's not the case, but he's had good games where he pops up and gives you a three RBI afternoon like he did yesterday. You got another hit from, from Giancarlo Stanton, and what you like too, and this, I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is true. They have had games where it's not all about the home run ball, where it has been in the past, to where I'm talking about the Mets right now if they don't win. So, right, think about this with the Mets. I said this yesterday. To back my point even further, the one game they did win in this series was why? Because they hit four home runs. 
They don't generate offense any other way. Terrible recipe for success. I know some teams do it well. I know a lot of people will call me and say, oh, well, the Astros hit a lot of home runs. Yeah, but the Astros can also generate offense without the home run ball. They do hit a lot of them, but they also score in different ways. The Mets don't. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Yankees yesterday, the Yankees the day before that, scoring runs in bunches. These big innings yesterday, I think it was what the sixth inning where they scored the eight runs. Like that just wrecks a game. And they do it where it's methodical. It wasn't all about the home run. Yes, Donaldson hit the go-ahead home run, no question. But they did a lot of other things, moving guys along, singles, doubles. That's baseball, and that's kind of what we've missed in this day and age of home run, strikeout, or bust. And that's that's a boring brand of baseball. These last couple games have been fun, and I know one was the perfect game, which makes it all the more fun. And unfortunately, I'm not up late to see them. Yesterday was a day game. I had to watch it here again this morning because I was actually playing golf yesterday. But when you go back and you watch it, it's a different brand that we've been lacking and missing, at least around these parts. And it's nice to see singles and doubles, sack flies. Holy crap, sack flies. How about that? Which, by the way, is what the Brewers won on. A sack fly. You know, the little things. Teams that do the little things win a lot of baseball games. And right now the Mets are not doing half of anything, and the Yankees are, and the Yankees are winning series. And it's good to see. So I'm looking forward to the weekend for the Yanks. We'll see what they do against St. Louis. We'll see where they are as we now turn the corner and the calendar into July. This is when it really gets real. Now, for the Mets, it got real in June because they were so horrendous. You know, it's funny. If the Mets would have had a 500-month, so 25, so they'll play 26 games after tonight. If they would have just gone 13-13, and we'd probably be complaining about what an average poor month it was, and they would have lost ground to the Braves. But you know where they would be? They would still be in playoff contention, and we would still be thinking about adding when we get to the playoff de- the uh, trade deadline, not selling. And that is a very real thing right now. Now, I don't know where that story came from yesterday from Max Scherzer where he would be willing to accept a trade. Now, we've been talking about this to where if things continue to spiral out of control, and I have no reason to believe that they won't, that the Mets absolutely should explore trades with whoever they have to explore trades with and for. And if guys have no trade clauses, you go to them and you see if they can waive them if they're interested in waiving them. Now, the story came out yesterday that said Scherzer would have no problem if it was to a winning-type team. And I get being upset. I heard Sal, he's not wrong. If, in fact, that's the case, your first thought should be, you're the reason that the Mets expect to win not going to you and you're being okay with being traded. Although, again, it's high, it's hypocritical because you kind of want him to say yes to it. But I liked what I heard post-game from Scherzer in that it's clickbait. I'm not talking about this right now. Like, until they tell us that this team is selling off, uh, you know, good players, there's nothing to talk about. I thought he went about it the right way in the post-game press conference. He's been better. There's no question about it. He's the one guy that's been relatively consistent now over his last several starts Aside from, I don't think that, I forget about the Brave one, but point is, he's been good. 
Um, and he should have, you know, they should have had a better outcome last night. He got no support, none. Now, the two-run homer kills you, no question. But it's it's almost like when, De, when DeGrom used to start. It's like you're hanging by a thread. Can you give the guy five or six runs on a night where he's actually pitching well to where the two-run homer doesn't kill you like it did last night? But unfortunately, that is what it is for this team. The news is bad for the Mets. The news is good for the Yankees. And away we go, 4th of July weekend. Now, we're going to take a break. On the other side, four calls. That's it. Four calls. Al's out. We go four calls, 877-337-6666. can be whatever you want. can be about Al, can be about this show, can be about Boomer and Geo, can be about Craig's last day, can be about the Mets sucking, the Yankees actually thriving a little bit, perfect game, a win yesterday. And we're also going to get to a story that I'm not going to lie puts a big smile on my face. And how are we going to do that? I'll tell you how. I'm going to read headlines when we come back in and around the four calls. And if you don't call, we'll just read the headlines, and that'll be fun. And then Rascona will join me in the final uh, segment of the hour before we get you to Boomer and Geo on a 4th of July weekend. It's a summer Friday right here on The Fan. 